Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Kings. I'm your host, Jason Ross. Thank you so much for being with us as we get closer and closer to the end of the week and closer to the start of the preseason and NBA season. We hope you enjoy our show every day, Monday through Friday, now that we're back up and running. But check out all of the Locked On Network, whether it's Locked On Fantasy, our NFL Locked On portion of the network, Locked On Raiders, Locked On Niners. You want the latest on any of your favorite NFL teams, NBA teams, beside the Kings, certainly check it out on the entirety of the Locked On Network. We're going to continue our position preview. We've already done the point guards. Shooting guards, small forwards. Today we focus in on the power forwards. But before we do that, let's get to news from Wednesday where the Kings extended contract of general manager Vladi Divac and picked up fourth-year option on their head coach, Dave Yeager. So both guys now are locked and in the fold through the 2019-2020 season. We're going to hear from both of them. They had a press conference on Wednesday together. Um, I think this was a good thing. I'm a big fan of Coach Yeager and of his coaching staff. Vlade as well. I mean, everybody likes Vlade. And I think he got knocked early for the job he was doing. But really, if we start to critique things that Vlade has done, you're going to find more positives than negatives. And I have told you from the beginning, you need to get more things right than you do wrong. And I think the Kings have been doing that more consistently. So we're in the beginning parts of that stage, right? And I think now what this does finally, might finally lend some stability, much-needed stability to the organization. If Vlade's around here for the long haul, if Vlade's front office sticks around, if Dave Yeager and the coaching staff sticks around, and then some of these players that we're hoping will stick around, that is when you start to build something. It doesn't happen overnight. It hasn't happened overnight already, and even if this season is good or bad, it won't feel like it's overnight. I mean, this this group has done it, but I, I feel like it's still going to take a little bit of time but allowing Jaeger and even another year at the end of his deal, Vlade more uh, of a leash as well. I think these are all important things, and it was a good thing on Wednesday to kind of lock those guys in, secure them for the long haul. But I always like you guys to hear what they had to say. They did have a press conference, so let's hear from both Vlade and Coach Jaeger. You'll have some questions from the media, media as well, their press conference from Wednesday about their contract extensions. Well, first of all, uh, thank you for coming, guys. Um, well, I would like to uh, say how much I'm excited about uh, moving forward and continue to build this team with uh, uh, incredible partners, you know, and uh, I want to thank Vivek and the entire King's organization for support. Uh, I think, you know, together with uh, Dave and his staff and uh, front office and entire, you know, ownership group, we, we, we have a vision, you know, where we want to see this franchise in, in, in a few years, and I'm so excited that we are on the same page and moving forward. Looking uh, forward to you know uh, see those guys you know working hard and have fun and uh, uh, try to be you know in the future you know uh, a team that uh, is going to be uh, entire Sacramento 
area proud of? Uh, I'm, uh, as Vladi said, excited. Uh, doesn't even begin to describe. It's uh, just I'm ecstatic. Uh, I'm happy for Vladi on uh, on his situation and the fact that and we wanted to do this together. Um, I love working with him, and whether we got this done or not, I still love working with him. But uh, <laughs> even so, now knowing though that we're going to be standing shoulder to shoulder for uh, three years for sure, and uh, hopefully, as Vladi said. Uh, we can get this to be a perennial 50-win team. That's, I think, the goal of where we have a defined vision uh, of where we want to be to uh, do this and do that and try to quick get, see if we can get in the playoffs. And there's a, a, a vision out there and a path that we're all on, and I think all of our community knows in the direction that we're going uh, to create something that year in, year out, has got a chance to win 50 games, and then you never know what happens in the playoffs uh, at that point. So uh, as Vladi said, a uh, big thank you to uh, Vivek. Uh, for his leadership, and uh, this makes a you know, strong statement to our players that we work with on a daily basis, and a strong statement for the organization and to the community. And also, and she never likes being mentioned, but I want to thank Matina for all the work that she's done. She's been fantastic. She's put together a great crew. Vladi has got a great crew uh, in the management. And again, we're all going shoulder to shoulder uh, forward. Guys, how much has your relationship changed over the the first year that you guys have been together? And <clears throat> How much does it mean to have the stability and continuity with knowing that you two are going to be here for the next few years together? Well, you know, like uh, every re relationship, you you want to you, know, you, you want to build, you know, uh, trust, and you know, and I, I'm talking about uh, uh, my feelings. You know, Dave is uh, a great, you know, uh, 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 partner to be in this. You know, he's working so hard, and uh, it's fun to watch him. You know, every day, you know, how he can help those guys to improve, and I'm so confident that he's the guy that. Uh, uh, should be here and uh, work with me, so I'm so excited about it. We have a really good level of communication. You know, we bounce ideas off each other, and hey, what do you think about this? And and uh, I think sometimes uh, you hear it all the time that the most important relationship is the head coach and the and the general manager. Uh, but we can never take offense to what the other one. It's just an idea, and boom, we're all we both have the same idea of where we want to be, uh, how we can get there. Those conversations happen behind closed doors, and I, we all know what a big-hearted guy. Uh, Vladi is, uh, but I will tell you in the time that I've, I've seen him grow professionally, he's just, you know, you, you think about where different guys in this business have gone from, and I think this guy's going to be considered in a very short amount of time uh, one of the better executives in our league. And so I think that's the greatest compliment you can pay somebody is that they work hard at their craft and they keep getting better and better. So I have a, a great deal of respect for not only we always say what a great guy Vladi is, the guy's getting good at what he's doing, and uh, I really enjoy working with him. Can I get another year now? <laughs> Let's talk about it next month. <laughs> Vlade, just hearing what Dave just said about uh, things that you've learned along the way in the short amount of time that even he's been here, when you look back to see when you re came back to this organization to where you are now, does it even kind of put you at odd as, as, as the things you've picked up and learned along the way? Well, that's, uh, you know, every day you, you learn, every day you improve, you know, uh, Either you're in my position or his position or players, that's what you want to do. You know, every every day you want to be better than the day before. So uh, I, I'm confident, I'm excited, you know, and uh, uh, for me personally, I enjoy the last two days, you know, just watching those kids. They're uh, working hard and try to uh, be a better better player every day. Uh, Vlade, just looking back over, you know, from when you got here to now, do you, when you look at the coaching staff, front office, and the way everything is set up, do you feel like you've got it 
everything in place now the way you want it, want it to be going forward and th that will allow the franchise to continue to improve and move forward? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's night and day, you know, from the day one I came here and, 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 and thankful, you know, to, to, to Dave and his coach, coaching staff, you know, they've been incredible, you know, last, last year and uh, uh, it, it makes my job easier to focus on what we have to do. But, you know, talking to, together, we are partners in, in, in this process and, 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 and journey just started, you know, and I'm looking forward, you know, where we're going to be in a, in a few years. Coach, uh, last year you, you said it was year zero after the, the trade that reset the franchise. How nice is it to know that you're going to have time to spend with these young guys and to bring them along for the next you know, two, three years just to have your stamp on them? Yeah, you know, to feel the confidence. Um, and I think you always have to do what's right no matter what. And, and, and you saw that, I think, you know, we went to several of our veterans the last 32 games of the year last year. And, you know, hey, you might play two, you might sit one. It might not be enjoyable, but this is how we're going to do it. We're in a different in a place, and um, that's what's right to do, and that's what we talk about how we can do this and build it correctly. And so, I think sometimes if you get a little stressed, you might you might look at the world in a little bit shorter view, uh, and this helps look at the broad strokes, it's, uh, which we've done anyways. But this is, it it really cements uh, the stability and the, and the partnership going forward for the longer term. Coach, kind of along those lines, not that it was weighing on you or a burden, but to have this kind of in the rear view mirror going forward, what type of relief is that? Uh, it, it is. It's also the, you know, we, we try to say, you know, hey, we're looking long term and, and we got to develop guys and we got to be patient. Um, but this, this like it does, it, it's kind of relieving for uh, just that added, you know, f stress off you uh, in a deeper level to go out every single day and Put a smile on your face a little bit quicker and, and relax a little bit and just think, okay, you know what? What is De'Aaron Fox's shot going to look like in two years? You know what I mean? Like uh, have that in your mind and not, oh, I just couldn't get off the pick and roll today or, you know, whatever. So uh, it, it does. It's good. Dave, just kind of a follow-up on that. How hard was it for you? I mean, you came into a situation where a team was going to try and make the eighth playoff spot, you know, midseason went a different direction. Was that hard for you to make that adjustment? I mean, particularly since you won <clears> – <throat> You know, all your years in Memphis. What was that like for you? Well, it's something that, and we've kind of we kind of hit it off um, from the first time we got to spend time together, and that was a dis, uh, um, sharing behind the closed door stuff. But I mean, we talked about it. It, it is possible that we, at some point in, in the course of your contract, go in a different direction. What do you think? And and what do you, how would you go about your business if you did that? So that conversation was had uh, way back in May of last year, and that's when I really felt comfortable knowing. Hey, I, I've got his back. He's got my back because this may change. We're not on just one path here, and and I, I appreciate how he has sorted this thing out. There's been a lot of heavy lifting uh, from the organization and management side uh, to get through. Now that a lot of the heavy lifting is on the court uh, as far as just developing our players going forward. So uh, those conversations were had, and it does it does feel good. Uh, but we've we've done that for a while. And you know, like I said, moving forward, that it's not going to change. You know, we we are. Communicating, we try to you know help each other to 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 get where we want to be in a two three years, you know. And uh, I I just say you know the, the journey just started, you know, uh, and uh, we are so excited about it. Vlade, a lot of guys are known for the one big move that they made. How nice is it that you're going to get to see sort of your decision to move to Marcus and what happens afterwards, and you're going to get to be the guy that kind of gets to see what happens after the trade. I mean. 
again, I'm excited where we are now, and I'm excited where we're going to be in a couple of years. And we want to just focus on uh, what we're doing right now. You know, we have a beautiful facility. We have a, a talented team, a young team that we try to develop them and um, and, and see them where they're going to end up in two years. Lada, you mentioned it night and day from when you got here. Just what was your talks like with Vivek and ownership about, you know, building up the support staff, getting someone like Galen in, getting the, the, the guys on the staff that Dave would need to support guys, just kind of building everything up around the young guys so that you can go through the process of getting these guys better and having everything they need around them. Just kind of what, what was his, you know, interaction with you and working on that? Well, it's, you know, when I came here, it was uh, all talk about st- Stability, you know, and, and I think we, we, we in the last couple of years we, we brought that stability here, and we know where we are now. We we, we have a f- picture where we're gonna where we're gonna be in a couple of years, and we are just gonna work hard and uh, get there, you know. And I think you know, we're in, in perfect situation uh, uh, um, for, for 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 that, you know. And adding you know those people definitely you know helps me in my my job. I'm sure you know coach and his entire coaching staff are great, you know. It, from my office, watching them, you know, every every morning or every night, sometimes late night, you know, seeing them, you know, working with the players, it just makes you feel good. Thank you. Again, for me, I'm encouraged. I think these are good things. Stability is what the franchise needs, and that's hopefully the route they're going. All right, now let's get into our small, excuse me, our power forwards. Only three guys on this list. Again, I'm trying to put guys in the spots that I feel that they will best fit. Today's candidates will be Randolph, Giles, and Scout Labissier. Let's start with Zebo. Zebo against Collie Stein. Digs to his left, sealed off, shakes once, rolls left, turns right to the rim, and scores at 13 straight points for Memphis. And the Kings are in a world of hurt. Bench scoring favors the Grizzlies 17 to 2. 17 to 2. 10 of the 17 have come from Zach Randolph in eight minutes of playing time. Timeout taken by Dave Yeager. Kings are playing for the final shot. They need about a 14 point play here. Lawson with a series of moves puts up a shot. It's rejected by Jamaica Green. Lead out to Zebo. Going to beat the buzzer with three and he scores it. About a 35 to 38 footer on the right wing. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Absolute delirium among Grizzly fans, and why not? Well, in Zach Randolph, the Sacramento Kings obviously are getting a veteran, a quality veteran. 17th year, he's 36 years of age, and for Zach Randolph, this guy has been a professional rebounder. Here's the list of people, active players, that have more career rebounds than Zach Randolph. Pau Gasol, Dirk Nowitzki, and Dwight Howard. That's it. He'll get his 10,000th rebound as a king. He has 17,721 career points. The guy has been a double-double machine over the years. Nine times, nine seasons, he's averaged double-double. He's a two-time All-Star, and he's going through the transformation the latter part of his career. As we said, 17th year, 36 years of age. Only started five games last year. Fisdale kind of changed the parameters of what Memphis was doing. He came off the bench and he played about 25 minutes a game, though when they made the playoffs and they battled the Spurs in the opening round, that minute total went up over 30, and he played a lot and even started some. So I feel like Zach Randolph is going to be a finisher on this team, is going to be on the floor late in games, is still a guy that can demand a double team, is a guy that Coach Yeager really is fond of, 
and will be in yet another guy that'll be hard to be off the floor. I would watch the minute total for him. I will. I look at him as a great rebounder, a guy that could score on the block, a guy that stretched his game out a little bit now and shoots threes like some of the other bigs, not at the volume that other big guys do in the league, but that's something he can do. He's got a nice touch. And, you know, to me, the only negative I see with Zach Randolph is what happened a few months ago where he got himself in some trouble. And at media day, that was, of course, one of the big topics of conversation, and he addressed that. I feel like, um, you know, <clears throat> that I was wrong, wrongfully arrested. Um, I didn't. I went to jail with nothing on me. They didn't find nothing on me, but I didn't want to take it to, you know, to trial and be a distraction to the team and keep going on with the court because I didn't really want to take nothing. But, you know, a lot of politics plays and that stuff out there. And um, I just, you know, took the community service just because they put something else. They added another charge of resisting arrest. I don't know where that came from, but um, just put it behind me, you know, and, uh, you know, just focus on the season, not be a distraction to the organization, to my teammates. Has it affected your preparation to get to this point uh, at all? Uh, not really. Not really. Kind of. Kind of. Not really. But, um, you know. I'm here and I'm focusing, like you said, it's behind me, and now we're moving forward. Again, for me, Zach Randolph is – there are more positives than negatives. I still think he could be all the things that the Kings wanted him to be when they signed him, a mentor, a leader. I don't like that this other situation happened, but I think they're moving on. He's moving on. He's here. They signed him. They're paying him, and now go produce. Be a guy on the floor. Be a guy in the locker room. Be a guy that leads. And I think that's what his role is going to be. All right. From Zach Randolph, we move on to Harry Giles. And Giles, to me, again, all you guys hopefully listen to this podcast on a daily basis. He has been one of my intriguing players, him and Bogdanovich, because of the uncertainty of what Bogdan can do when he comes over here. And Giles, based on the scale of what others have said about him. Some people are comparing him to a young Chris Webber. Some people are saying he's the best player in this draft. Uh, others, of course, a few years ago talked about him being the best high school player coming out. But what have we seen so far? Not much. He was drafted later than those accolades would suspect, you know, that would suggest at 20. But I like the pick because the Kings have a couple other picks. They have time to watch him grow and develop and get healthy. And that's really why he hasn't been selected higher and wasn't thought of higher because of his issues with his knees. Now, those issues alarm me, I'm going to be honest, because there are other big guys that have had trouble staying healthy and not getting healthy. Now, he's younger, and so maybe he'll have time to heal and, and become a guy that everybody thinks he can be. This is where medicine is getting better and better, and recovery and rehab and, and strength and all that stuff will be paramount for him. But I, I, I based on what the Kings did with him in Las Vegas, where they really sheltered him, practiced him, but didn't really have him play in games... I don't know what we can expect from Harry Giles this year. I feel like they look at him as in a project way, not in the traditional way like maybe we'll say about Papianis tomorrow where you get him, you hope he can be something. I believe they think he'll be something. It's just if he can stay healthy. So that's where the, the protection of Harry Giles will be. He's still got to grow as a, you know, he's still 19, 6'10", 230, maybe 235, but young guy, he's got to grow, didn't play a lot of college minutes, hasn't played a ton of basketball due to the injuries, but the potential, the hands, the ability to move around the basket. There's a lot of things there that intrigue the Kings front office, and hopefully he will stay healthy. All right, and lastly, we finish with Scow LeBissier. Screen from LeBissier, rolls right, feeds the pocket pass to Collestein, wraps it to Scow. He converts it down inside. How about Scow LeBissier? He's got 29 points. The Kings lead 97-93, 237 and counting. The heel now. 
Pulls up at the free throw line, a little teardrop. Around and out, no good. Papa Battles tips it once, twice, three times. Gathers, gets to Scal. Two-hand rip coming down the middle of the paint. So the offensive rebound by Papayanis and then the assist. Now, Scal was talked about this way a little bit, too, coming into the season last year as a guy the Kings got late in the first round after the trade on draft night. And kind of saw him go to Reno, up and down, played very sparingly before the DeMarcus Cousins trade. Then the trade happened, and Scal really started to find, I would say, a groove. He's also very young, just 21 years of age. He had a couple of double-doubles last year. Best game was one of those highlights here there against Phoenix. He had 32-11. and 11. He had a 25-point game against Houston, had a near triple-double against the Warriors when he went 10-10-8. and eight. He's got all of the skills to be a really good player. I'd like to see a little bit more nasty in him, but besides that, um, I've talked about Scal where he can go inside. He can become an outside player. He's got incredible versatility, so likable, such a good person, and... I think if he can find that mean streak, the competitive streak on the floor, and you could see if you watched any of the things, if you ever saw the um, 30 for 30 on John Calipari, boy, he got all over Scal. He wanted he wanted him to get more rebounds. He wanted to kind of put coach him in a way where he would uh, bully him is not the right answer, but almost scare him, intimidate him, and I don't know that that worked on Scal. you got to figure out different ways to coach guys, but last year he started to rebound. I know the coaching staff wanted him to do that more with his size and his ability, if he does that, I think that innately toughens you up. I think Zach Randolph, we think of as tough. That guy, as I said earlier, is a professional rebounder. So Scal, to me, if he gets boards, will be on the floor. He can score. He can. He's just going to get better. And this needs to be a jump-up season for Scal. I was a little bit disappointed, not terribly, but a little bit disappointed in his play in summer in Vegas. I thought he would blossom a little bit more. But each guy develops on their own time, and he showed us some promising things, certainly, in those final 25 games of a year ago. So that's a look at the guys that we're going to be talking about at the power forward position, Zach Randolph, Scalavisier, and Harry Giles. Those minutes to me look like they're going to go to Randolph and Scal, uh, spread around where we might see Willie play some there, Costa play some there, maybe uh, a three that slides over there. I, I don't know. There's going to be some movement, a lot of different guys that'll get some run at both the three and the four, and even, even the five as well. So tomorrow we'll hit that position, the five, the center, We'll do that. But thank you so much for listening to Locked on Kings as you follow us on Audioboom, on Google Play, on Stitcher, and uh, certainly on iTunes. Thank you so much. Back again tomorrow with another edition of Locked on Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.